Do you guys have an intro? Yes. Oh, morning. Perfect. Good morning. And welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen Houshield. I'm Jackson Russo. I'm Adam Selby. And I'm Andy Marine, and B Marine. Also, Jackson, I just want to like call you out right now. Why did you edit me out of like the last six episodes? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I have the answer to this one. I can, I, some, can I can I feel can I feel I an had answer? great excellent input, and he just cut me out of every single episode. Can I field an answer to this one? Is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to ask; just do it. Oh, okay. Uh, you weren't here, Andy. I don't know how to break <laughs> it to you, but you just weren't here. So uh, maybe. But how I'm, did I'm, you get? How did I get all that track with you on it? I don't know. That was weird phrasing. So we got a band here with us. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Half Sleep, who. I don't have my notes pulled up. I had a very zing thing to say, which actually isn't a zing. I just stole it from you guys. The band that writes music and then learns to play it. Hey, that's us. Hello. You introduce yourselves and what you do. My name is Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go go counterclockwise, right to left. Okay. Okay. What is that? So that means Nathan goes first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's right? You're right or his right? Who's counterclockwise? Let's just do a stage setup. You, Brian. Me? Audience For us, you're kind of okay. My name is Brian Radcliffe, and I play drums in the band Half Sleep. My name is Nathan Gass, and I play guitar in the band Half Sleep. My name is Shelby Hanks, and I play noise in Half Sleep. You guys. And bass. Oh, you guys killed Specifically it. Specifically low frequency noise. <laughs> big, big guitar. Big guitar. Big guitar. You're um, real good at big guitar yeah, and big I'm, pedal board. I'm bummed that every time I've seen Shelby, he's wearing a uh, orange cap, an orange beanie. Signature. And he walked into my house without the beanie, so I'm not very happy about that. I wanted you to learn the man behind the beanie. Oh, honestly, I didn't even oh, recognize you without it. <laughs> Why not under the beanie? Ooh. I think I've also. Edit. <laughs> I think I've also seen you wear uh, that Dillinger Escape Plan shirt. A lot. Yeah. A lot. That's cool. That it's the same with me and my Coheed shirts, or maroon shirts. How many minutes are we in that you mentioned Coheed? Um, <laughs> is that a thing? He mentioned it the right before we thing. started recording. Yeah, as well. I mean, realistically, we should actually be called like Coheed and Cambria podcast, but you know, I don't want to be an asshole. But there is a Coheed and Cambria podcast that's like that's uh, supported by the band. Like the band's like, oh yeah, you know, this is the official Coheed podcast. It fucking sucks. Like it sounds oh. like toddlers edited it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's like tag play. them in this show and ask if we can be the official Coheed podcast. Adam, I've never asked you to not do something in I'm the not show gonna notes, do that. but please don't. <laughs> not gonna do that. Thank you. I'm cool with having riffs with anybody, but not that. That doesn't. Sound not fun. your favorite band. That just sounds really mean of me to do that. <laughs> Dude, you got to take over that podcast though. Oh yeah, no, I don't know why yours. that took me so long to understand what you were saying about <laughs> that. I was like, "You're the Coheed guy." Yeah, yeah I you got to take it. Guy. Yeah, look at my hair. I got a perm just to look like him. Oh, <laughs> it all oh. makes sense now. Okay. So, uh, what type of music do you guys do? Math rock, predominantly. Nathan disagrees. Bunch of dumb music. Bunch of dumb. No, I would dumb, I, dumb. I like just bunch of dumb. Bunch <laughs> of dumb. <laughs> just cut, edit the music out. Yeah, it's just. Bunch of dumb. Bunch of dumb. You know. <laughs> instrumental. It's all yeah. instrumental. Yeah. I think for this festival, we were, we were pegged as progressive instrumental math rock, which is like 
Isn't that pretty all-encompassing? All yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of I was wondering, I, I feel like Math Rock already has the progressive side to it. Yeah. Definitely yeah. has the progressive fans. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I mean, I guess it makes you guys sound really intense to people who don't know what any of those genres are. Sure, yeah. That's yeah. what we're going for. It's actually a statement of our uh, political ideologies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how people do genres now? They put their, they put their political right. viewpoints at the right. front of the genre, mm-hmm. and then it's... Then we're it's not rock. just math rock, we're progressive math rock. We're all about the math future. rock crap. Yeah. For Verbato. I so, didn't yeah. think that, that would derail everyone. We do not have a vocalist. That's a very important feature of our sound. Yeah, is that why you guys aren't very good at talking into microphones? Yes. 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 <laughs> are, are we already bad yes. at it? No, you guys are actually better than a lot of people. Okay, good. Wow. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Better than me, for sure. Say it into the mic, Nathan. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, it gets awkward. Nathan has a lot of tunings, and we like have to fill up the space. Yeah, and I don't talk. Aren't you I just the, look at people while I'm tuning and tell them sorry. Brian, don't you talk? Yeah, I was going to say, you're the only one with the mic, right? Most of the time. Sometimes Shelby has one. Yeah. I think okay. for this show tomorrow, I requested three so that we could all talk. I'm... Well, in the future, nudge, you can nudge. always just play this podcast episode in the... Uh, in the <laughs> right. That's actually perfect. Just we yeah. can, like, yeah. throw some chain right. and just, like, add a bunch of effects. I'll just, yeah. yeah. Just, I'll, just I'll, I'll buy it. a Boss RC20 just to loop this podcast. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Do you, guys, do, you, do you guys have backing tracks? This yeah. is your no. backing track. This is our backing track. Yes. Yeah. Bring, your, bring, bring your iPad or your, or your laptop on stage <laughs> yeah. just to play this mm-hmm. and Dude. make the sound guy have this big, this big fuss like you have, because you have backing tracks. <laughs> Put put your in ears in, and listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like, the guys, DI is, is only cool. mono? We asked for a stereo DI. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. How will we know which side Nathan's on? Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get audience perspective yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of our mix. Okay, so I hate audience perspective. Drummer Are we really about to drop this right? <laughs> okay, we're going to get into this. Um, Ooh. So I don't think we've ever explained this. I don't even know if everyone knows about this. There's two types of mixing, mm-hmm. audience perspective and drummer's perspective. Pretty self-explanatory, but to explain it, drummer's perspective is what you would hear if you were sitting in the drum seat, throne. Throne that I'm sitting on right assuming, here. Assuming the drummer's in the back, you know. And it's, a, and it's a right-handed setup. Yes, so you would put like the hi-hat kind of over to the left. Not so much that it's only in the left ear, but just stuff like that. No one really seems to care about this stuff. Like the average listener would never notice. But people Bands like do. us, we notice, and that's what's nice about it. If no one else noticed but the artist, why doesn't everybody just do drummer perspective? Because I like it because I'd like to hear where the cymbals are going around from the drummer's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it off-putting if there's a ride coming from my left ear. I typically have it in the right. So do yeah. you have a tough time listening to old mixes where the drums are just pan all the way to the left and the guitars all the way to the right? Yeah. Cream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. listen to old stuff, guys. Uh-oh. Coheed on. That's it. Shots, <laughs> shots fired. Hey, what would you call what would you call um Welcome Home? Is that is that a song like for the 90s kids? That's math rock. An overrated song for the '90s kids. That's the, that's the part of the question I'm wondering. Is that like a nine? Is that like a '90s kids song? Only '90s kids would remember this. Yeah, are you answering my question with that? <laughs> no, because it came out in like 2005. Okay, that's what I thought. 
I heard someone say, like, this song is for all the 90s kids, and then they played wow. Welcome Home, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Wow. This math does not add up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was it's a fine cover, but... Hey, if I can remember playing RuneScape to that song, okay, then that's definitely not 90s. <laughs> yeah. Wow, good that's reference. You know. Just yeah, chopping reference. some wood <laughs> on RuneScape. There was on RuneScape once, uh, like, a special um, quest, and it took me, like, four hours to do just to get, like, a little character animation to make it look like he was hopping like a bunny. Yeah. It was, like, a special Easter quest, and you got a ring, and you could hop like a bunny. Wow, dude. Yeah. That was worth Hey, man, the whatever time. makes you have more fun playing the game. After this podcast, you can meet me in the wild over there, PK. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I did not play RuneScape, so I can't join. Sorry. I'm really not sure where to go from here. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> so Are, audience perspective and drummer perspective. Yeah, I mean, so you guys before this, we mentioned all three of you work and have worked with Pro Audio. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, thoughts on? Let's just go down the line. Obviously, drummer's <laughs> perspective from Brian. Drummer's perspective. I have. Uh, debated with a couple of engineers that are like very pro audience perspective and they like couldn't fathom to listen to the mix that they were working on from a drummer's perspective and I was weak and caved in <laughs> because we were paying the guy and that's what you do when you pay somebody to like yeah. do a job for you you cater to their needs anyways it was backwards <laughs> I yeah it was, it was totally backwards in like a nutshell Wow, I really did, yeah. That is how I feel about college, too. Um, but yeah, I it kind of drives me crazy. I, I can appreciate it because I like the sound of like a drum set the most if I'm standing right in front of it, like just a few feet. I feel like everything sounds like the most naturally balanced and like punchy, but I don't... I still don't like listening to albums where the hi-hat is, like, on the right side. Yeah. The floor tom is on the left side. That, like, drives me crazy. Do you think uh, for left-handed drummers, they st- and they were doing it from drummer's perspective? This is a very interesting question because I have a friend Thank named you. Connor Kent. Woo! Who, mm. yeah, Hagen knows Connor. Dropping who, names. Who is a lefty, but he plays a right-ish handed setup. He had so to because of school. They made him. He didn't have a choice. And it kind of is like, if I have a left-handed student, I encourage them to start like learning right-handed because yep. you're not going to like flip every drum set that you ever mm-hmm. have to play the other way. And uh, anyway, so Connor kind of like mixes the two where he has like his toms set up right-handed, and then he has a ride cymbal, but I wouldn't say it's like his main ride cymbal on the right. He puts his main ride on the left, which means that a dense mix. if you're playing a jazz standard and it's like, you know, A-A-B-A or something, you would usually switch to the side cymbal mm-hmm. on that B section. It's really weird to hear the main ride cymbal happen on the same channel as the hi-hat because it's like they're usually opposite. And then it like flips when you don't think it does. Like it's, it's a really cool mix-up, but it's not like he's doing it wrong or anything. Like he's doing it the way that most drummers play it so it's just, just like a weird so binaural we, thing we just lost all of the audience yeah probably <laughs> right there <laughs> the, the, cra- the craziest cool part about that. the craziest part about the way he plays is that he like most drummers have one hand that's a lead 
and he switches his lead hand frequently. Yeah, and that's right. the crazy. That to me, that's the wild part of being able. Like he, it's it's a it's nothing to him well, of being able to switch between right and left as lead. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. I right. use the other hand. Just you know, it feels like someone else. You know, is jerking it's it. Just yes. cut it right there. <laughs> yeah. No, we See, have I was to trying to be this? subtle. Yeah. I like to just go right into yeah. it. This is yeah. This is why I didn't want to use that overhead mic over there because I can't cut out Shelby now because it's definitely gonna bleed into that uh, overhead mic. Apologies. Hell yeah. Nah, it's all right. I don't edit at all. It's fine. Yeah, we don't care. All right, hey Jackson, do you rope, mix anyways, the podcast in audience perspective or drummer's perspective? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get. At. All down the middle. Well, I've, I've thought about. I've thought about because typically we record like in a circle right. type uh, format, and I've thought about kind of like panning it to feel like that. But I was like, it's a podcast. Who gives a shit? It gets mixed down into mono anyway. So yeah. just do a binaural setup. What is it? No one knows what I'm talking I mean, about can, right now. I'm glad. Just <laughs> we can make this one a stereo episode. Yeah, binaural is just 3D. That's just what that means. Okay. It's just like a actual, when you're listening to it, if someone's talking behind you, it feels like it's talking behind you. So uh, guy. you guys, uh, audience or drum, and then we can move on. I'm always for drummer's perspective just because since the majority of people, like you said, don't hear it from an audience perspective, or at least they don't care, then really you're doing it for the drummer. And you want to do it for the drummer because that's one of the main people you want to please, usually in in a in a recording session. So I always go for drummer's perspective, unless for some reason the drummer says let's do audio perspective, which is like zero percent of the time. Yeah, I honestly am all about drummer's perspective just because I only work with like random DIY things that I probably did myself, or it's a band that all the band members had input on getting it mixed, so that's the way it was going to come out anyways. It's just my preference yeah I mean, way. I mean we've all said it if no one's gonna notice like the general audience who's gonna be listening why why you know cater to mm. that if it does anything you yeah. noticed why do anything you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we should just do uh, nothing uh, I feel that why are we doing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um we're never we're not gonna tell you this yeah. is uh, yeah, so it's okay. this is an interesting episode because it's been a while since you guys played and mm-hmm. So, as we're recording this, uh, I don't know exactly when this is coming out. I know it's not coming out tomorrow, but uh, you guys are playing a show tomorrow. Kind of a reunion show, if you will. How does that feel? Have you guys practiced at all? We have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have practiced. On Skype? Uh, we have yet to try that, but I don't think... I don't have the internet connection for that. Yeah, I don't either. I got some the latency link. is just not going to work out. Yeah. But... Could make some cool shit with the latency. Might come Ooh. up with ideas. Yep, yep. Could <laughs> be, we'll just could be extra math. I imagine that's what I was gonna say. I imagine that's how Math Rock is written. <laughs> it's actually all in four four, and it's just all the latency. All latency. Yeah. Well, fuck. We have to accommodate now. Yep. yep. Yeah. Can't fix that. Very possible. No, we have uh, we have practiced yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. We might tomorrow. Yeah. We've had um, like Brian made some MIDI drum tracks of the majority of the songs that we've been playing for the last couple of years. So Nathan and I have had something to practice too. Mm-hmm. Not so much Brian on his own time, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I've like, yeah, I've, I've played along to tempo tracks that I've made. Um, but we were just learning last night that I was learning last night that it's, it's different, like being in the room and like trying to put it all together mm-hmm, yeah. naturally after you haven't done it for quite a while. Yeah. And yeah, like musically things have kind of like, changed for me a little bit so like relearning old parts has felt kind of 
Yeah, we're all in strange, a different headspace on how yeah. we would even execute the way we used to play old riffs. Yeah, did yeah. you change anything? Um, very just let's do it the way we did it. I would say it's like very if anything has been changed it's just slight rhythmic variations from Brian and Shelby. It's not really it's like the the melodic content of it's pretty pretty much the same. Like it stays the same. Um now not to say that's going to be the final product when we go to record it. Um but for now yeah, it's pre- it's pretty similar, but I think for all of us it's pretty fun to kind of go back into that headspace and be like I I definitely don't I wouldn't write this right now, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't write this way right now, but it's definitely something that when you go back to that headspace, it's like, oh, well. It's still comfortable. Ins- yeah, and it's just kind of interesting to kind of see where you were at that point in time. Which yeah. Is kind of, yeah, it's a time capsule. I've always, right, for sure. even if it's not like a full release, I personally have always tried to have some type of release every year. So, mm-hmm. like, in 30 right. years, I can go back and look and be like, oh, I listened to way too much Radiohead there. <laughs> and, yeah, it's nice. Right. You can tell that stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's kind Especially of when you're playing, because it's just like, oh, I guess you don't go through... I was just thinking about it, because like, I'll be playing an old song of ours, and I was like, wow, this is something that I was complaining about that means nothing to me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't think you There's get that a, instrumentally. You're like, emotion fuck, attached. I hate C chords. I used to love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I think for all of us, though, it's it's, it's always fun going back to the set. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just kind of relive all the funnest shows we've ever played with yeah. those songs mm-hmm. since we've played the exact same set for a couple years straight. <laughs> yeah. We, okay, s- spoiler alert, we have reordered the songs a little bit yeah. for our set tomorrow. Because oh, I think. Oh, shit. I think, I'm not I think, going. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dang. I can't go now. Sorry, Hagen. <laughs> yeah, it's. I but we know. have, I think we've played the same songs. With the exception of adding one new song, like within the last three shows that we've played, four, not yeah. even the last like, show or two that we played before we took mm-hmm. a hiatus, we played a new song. Yeah. So yeah. nobody's really heard it. Yeah. So for like what two or three years, we played the same yeah. five songs in the same order. Yeah, I'd... like for every single show, and it was kind of like a bummer for people who had seen us many times because we would be like, oh, it's just. You know, you've seen this before in this order, yeah. <laughs> in this also, exact s- series of events. Right. I mean, I listen to the same album over and over again. Very true. And also, yeah. so Coheed like, and Cambria. <laughs> <laughs> so that One of them, speaks for the people who come out to the show multiple times. That shows, you know, that's true. How, how yeah, much I think they do like it. I yeah, think the big thing is also with true. that with that uh, style of music or any style like it. You're always gonna find something new every single. You're gonna do it with any style, but really like with like complex styles of music you're gonna mm. find something new every time right. you might remember like that one section in that one song you really liked but if you like go see it a bunch of times you're gonna go oh there's that one section I liked and, oh man now I get to focus on this other mm-hmm. thing because I'm like kind of out of that yeah. one section or whatever so. yeah true. Which, that yeah. does really speak to the composition yeah absolutely yeah and I think for all three of us like from the point of view of how we listen to music I think that's pretty accurate as far as like whenever we're listening to a band that we really enjoy, I think that every time that we all listen to it, we find something that kind of we latch on to. It's kind of different, but like from a different perspective, which yeah. I definitely... True, true. Yeah. Yep. Did you guys know that uh, Coheed and Cambria and <laughs> Dillinger Escape Plan are Eskimo bros with yep. drummers? They are. Chris Penny. Chris Penny, yep. I was, I was going to mention that earlier, and I, the, I didn't. Yeah. 
It's Let's pretty forget cool. about that album. Yeah, actually, <laughs> just had to mention it. Which basically means that you and Shelby are like besties because yeah. Yeah, he's of the Dillinger yeah. family. Yeah, what's Eiffel up? Tower. <laughs> oh. I wish so, you guys could have seen that. <laughs> I wish I could have seen it too. Um, so uh, you guys said you were on a little bit of a hiatus, but you're all still active doing things. Mm-hmm. Brian, what are you doing? Well, okay. I actually don't Nathan, even. Nathan, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all, at the, all at the same time. Oh, no, that's going to that. be a long, yeah. runny answer. <laughs> um, I don't even live in Texas anymore. I live oh. in Albuquerque, New Mexico now. So I Hot. just like, you know, have been trying to get my freelance life going out there, like teaching and playing gigs and like kind of getting plugged into the music scene. Um, but I've also been back here, I think, like basically once a month since I moved out there. Um, but that's been mostly playing with my other band, Terror Collective. This is and the, you're, you're a repeat. You're, you're one of our oh, a few repeats. On I am. The a, I am a repeat yeah. Yeah, customer. You, you of wrote this our, podcast. you wrote our first email. You did. I that's true. Did. Yeah. Oh man. Thanks for reminding me. I remember feeling really good about that because <laughs> you were like somebody just say first and that's all we want. That's all. We just need somebody to email us. We have a we've only gotten, of it. In we, our yeah, text. We've only gotten in one other legs. email. It's from really? my mom. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's Are you because serious? we like. Yes. I, I think we were all busy like moving or stuff, so I didn't have. I wasn't able to record, so we missed a week. And it was basically like, "Are you guys not doing another week?" That, that kind of thing. My oh, mom didn't man. call me. She didn't call me yeah. about that. She emailed the podcast. Very formal. She wanted to do your hey, show Hey, that's again a progressive, that's a progressive mom right there. I think she was gonna send it to TMZ if uh, said some <laughs> hot stuff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, we did that podcast before Jago Fest two years ago, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember, man. That was really fun. <laughs> so yeah, Terror Collective has been uh, like a pretty big chunk of my time. Um, we haven't toured at all. We've just come back here and played a lot of shows in the area. And all really good shows with awesome people like Pliny and Pliny. whatnot. Is Pliny. that how you say it? Why not? I think it's I, I I saw Pliny. an article titled no my name does not rhyme with zucchini and it was like colon plenty because he he says plenty and i think maybe that's how you say it but yeah i'm cool with i that. think plenty. most people call him plenty okay so plenty plenty mm-hmm. but he's we got to say it in the accent plenty of so. options yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah that's that's been most of my time um just trying to survive out in new mexico and doing stuff with terror collective and You've also started gigging on bass more, right? I have. Yeah, yeah all that. Play multiple <sighs> instruments. Well, I I have a hard time calling myself like a real bassist. I I feel like I'm more of like a root note slammer with like the occasional <laughs> pentatonic <laughs> lick. Slam those root notes. Honestly, like, I don't I don't know much. <laughs> I've played with bassists who don't know what a root note is. There's a place for you more than there is. For <laughs> Actually, you're playing hey, with a guitarist. I know, I know, I know what you're with. referring to. They knew what the root note was, but all they knew what to do was root fist real fast. Yeah. That's mm. <laughs> yep. That's one way to play the bass. <laughs> uh, what a nice way to put that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's actually been really fun because I think from drums, bass is like the closest related instrument within like a band. Yeah. Um, I just feel like there's always like a, a brethren between like the drums and the bassist or a sisterhood. Sorry, I shouldn't be gender Subsistic. specific. Yeah. Anyways. You're cut off. We're going on to the next person. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
females. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a count of how many times Jackson cuts off Brian. This I have episode. a I have a nice <laughs> sample twice so far. I just got a nice sample of him saying sorry females, <laughs> really abashedly. So we're gonna put that Story up on a life. soundboard. I'm just gonna yeah, it'll be sorryfemales.com, wow. and if that's taken dot au. Um, <laughs> okay, just for plenty, I can get behind this. Yeah, I hate that I've created this format that we're just going down the line asking yeah this is all your fault no this I is think. good this is good I, this is I, fun I, yeah. <laughs> sure. yep, you guys have a good time say. yeah man how are you doing hanging <laughs> are you all comfortable you'll need anything yeah. hey, so how does it how does it feel to be we'll start with hagen how does it feel to interview people on a podcast man i don't know how many times i've done this but it feels uh like a brand new experience every time uh, I fucking Sick. hate Next. everybody else in this room. Uh, <laughs> no Nathan, comment. What have you been doing with your time? Uh, Diddling? Yeah, Diddling. and doodling. Yeah. And noodling. And... No, uh, I've been... Idly ho. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> just gonna, hey. We're just going to have to keep rhyming like it's not intentional. <laughs> Help. Uh, we're stuck. Okay, let me start over. Uh, Two so, Furbies talking edit. to each other. <laughs> Uh, I've been doing a project called Genji for the, probably the past year and a half. Um, that's more of like a beat project that I've been pretty passionate about for a long time before even Half Sleep. Um, it was something that I wanted to do back whenever I started listening to a lot of hip hop from like New Jobis up to like Iyama Hirato and a bunch of Japanese uh, hip hop producers. Um, but yeah, so I just released an album with that. It's like 17 tracks. and It's dope. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I got to play a lot of instruments that I'm not that great at. And uh, shout out to this dude named uh, Richard Blumenthal, who tracked, tracked a lot of the piano on there. Um, so that was really cool to, to compose for something different besides Half Sleep, just because this has been, Half Sleep's been something that I focused on for a long time. And that was just like a really stupid guitar oriented thing that I played a lot of things that I couldn't play in real life. <laughs> You know, so so uh, so that was fun to do, and pretty much besides that, I've just been teaching lessons, and um, that's pretty pretty much it. You, you have you have a studio, don't you? I do, I do. I record yeah. occasionally. Um, you, you're tracking, the gas uh, station, <laughs> tracking Rorschach, right? Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're in the mixing stage right now. I just tracked them probably a month ago, um, and we're we're recording the harmonies right now. But yeah, we're mixing all that stuff. It sounds really dope, um, but. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done a lot of recording since probably we did Opeg just because uh, me and my wife are living in the studio space now, so it's kind of like we have to my move wife our... and I. <laughs> yes. Say say depending on say, where say it is what in you want. Yeah. Say what you want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just, <laughs> let's, just cut, him. let's just cut him out. I'm, I'm, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Don't yeah. worry, Jackson's gonna mix himself out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I don't do that as much anymore just because it's kind of a hectic thing to move all of our stuff out of the studio space to to record so but yeah that's about that's about all i've been doing that's awesome that's the bulk of it mm-hmm. um i've been playing bass. shelby what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> i've uh i've been doing a collaboration with uh some guys in kansas city missouri and the group is called legrand how did that come about uh there's another decently well-known math rock group from the same area uh called via luna 
and we know them. Uh, yeah, they're yes. really cool dudes. Yeah. Um, Mike, their drummer, he happened to know these guys. They had all been in bands in that scene, and they just happened to kind of know them. And Mike saw a Facebook post from the drummer looking for a bass player to jam. He asked, does it have to be a guy in the States? Does it matter? And he said no. So he linked me and David Adamiak from Covet, and I was just the first one that responded. And they sent me some stuff. It sounded really cool, and that was like a year and a half ago. And we're about to release a six-song EP. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's really good. It's the best thing. It's just instrumental. <laughs> it's, I've ever heard. It's going to change stuff. It's going to change the world of matter. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very politically charged. It is. Very progressive. Yeah. For um, an instrumental band, it really is politically charged. Like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you, uh, you also did uh, some touring, right, with, uh, with Covet, right? I did, yeah. I, I run their front of house sound on a good majority of their bigger tours and stuff and fix their shit when they break it. <laughs> Shelby is Handyman sometimes. 9000. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I'm good with everything. the soldering iron. Have you played uh, Yvette Young's uh, I have. guitar? Uh, I've, Damn, I want to play well, that guitar. I say play. I've held both of her Strandbergs and those are such specific tuning systems and she has such specific open tunings that it was like, cool. Uh, the action's fine. The intonation's fine. Here's this back. I don't know what to play on this tuning. Here you go. And same with her Ibanez Talmans. It's like, I, I'll set the intonation up, and then I'm not just going to fuck it up and put it in some yeah. tuning for me to noodle with it for a second. But they feel great in my hands. They're very nice instruments. Yeah. Or Strandberg, just even if you're not a musician, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's a piece of art. Both yeah. of them. She, she custom paints hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She, she does art, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she's she's she makes art. She's um, an arter. She actually did. She <laughs> arts an arter. She did <laughs> our art our barter. only shirt design too. She that did. We still have. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She designed her shirts. Yeah, um, she's done artwork for so many bands we know. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. She's crazy. So Shelby, crazy you uh, also have played drums. I have in yes. A band called Biscuit Head. Uh, have you played drums in anything else, or is that your one? Uh, that's the only thing that's not like I was writing guitar riffs and needed drums to it. Yeah. yeah. I just haven't come across anybody else. It's like, Check out hey, I got cool suit. guitar riffs and I need a drummer. Jam. So, and this isn't like um, one of those Dave Grohl situations where you're a good drummer and then you're a <laughs> shitty guitarist. You're a good bassist and Thank you're you. also a great drummer. Thank you. And a great guitarist. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I've never guitar heard is guitar. guitar is the instrument I started on. I he's got a guitar, guitar when I was like six, and then when I could hold a bass, I started playing bass. So I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and then around fourteen, drums seemed like a really cool thing. Plus, my mom used to be a drummer, and my dad's still a bassist. So I just kind of ended up finding those instruments as I don't know, not more appealing than guitar. It's just. There's not a lot of bands with great drummers and guitar players, whereas there's great guitar... Or, I'm sorry, great drummer and bass player, whereas there's great guitar players everywhere, so I've just been a bass yeah. player and a drummer in bands. Yeah. Check out One Piece Suit. Yeah. He has, yeah. like, Incredible. he has a bunch of his own music where I he plays all the instruments. I was about to ask about that, that shit's super cool. Drums. That shit's yeah. super it cool. Sucks. Yeah, that's all I <laughs> No, it's, it's no, actually I, really dope. I, you know what? It fucking sucks. You're right. It shit. does, yeah. <laughs> no, I only say that because the last thing I did was probably seven or eight years ago. I did a whole lot of stuff at one point in my early, early 20s, and I just haven't gotten around to doing anything else since. So I'm still proud of what I wrote, 
but it's my little 20-year-old hands that did it, so <laughs> I hear that when I listen back to it. Don't you miss those little 20-year-old oh, hands? Oh, I do, man. They didn't hurt as often. <laughs> yeah. Now every time it rains, you they get all achy. No, the day before it, it rains. Yeah. <laughs> I know right. it's going to oh, rain. So. You're still young, Jackson. Yeah, I don't feel it. Jackson, Jackson, how old are you? Yeah, how old are you? 24. Oh, wow. Aww. I'm not 24. I'm 23. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I got the <laughs> little baby. You're all tired because you got an adult job now. Yeah, I had a calculator Ooh. company. Calculator store. It's a store. Oh, shit. Dude, you He's must be writing math. sick math rocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you just, like, absorbing all of that information? <laughs> <laughs> Moniker is going to be a math rock band now. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's, he's, he's bringing the calculator into rehearsal now, and he's going, okay, this is the next song. And he's doing a bunch of weird-ass math on the calculator. And I, it's I a know this pain probably, in the ass for me. Probably would have been great if he was talking into the mic, but, you know. <laughs> it's, like those, it's like those uh, DJs who make uh, music on Game Boys. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Yes. Forgot, uh, there's a genre for it. It's actually pretty chip cool. Tunes? Yeah. Chip tunes? Yeah. Chip tunes. Mm, yeah. That shit's actually pretty cool. I mean, it definitely, it's not something I would be able to listen to for a long time, but I can respect it. That's also like some of the most nostalgic music for me is like shitty 8-bit mm-hmm. like video game music because that's yeah. like stuff I heard all the time as a kid. Yeah. Are Have you, you uh, ever uh, noticed... Uh, Somebody posted this on our math rock one time, how uh, mathy uh, a lot of uh, game music can be. Dude, yeah. Mario Kart That's has one. some <laughs> sick ass changes in it. Like, okay, play Grand Prix mode, and in between races, it's like some groovy ass like thirteen eight groove. That's yeah. like I just like let it play and for it like changes. an infinite amount of time because I'm like jamming to it. Yeah, so it's incredible. Uh, I know we've done this before on the podcast, but just to recap, a good way of thinking of math rock is when you go to a show and you're bobbing your head at math rock, you're going to bob your head and then you're going to get off and you're going to feel like a dipshit. So, because the tempo, or not the tempo, the time signature is always changing. My favorite thing, though, is like, you know, you know you're in a really good crowd at a math rock show when the crowd like because there, there, there are plenty of songs that math rock bands have but they want you to clap along you know you're at a good crowd when you're not in Dallas okay but uh, <laughs> hey now the, whenever, whenever you're, you're at like whenever you're at a math rock show and the whole crowd can clap along you're like oh yes I'm among people who really listen to math rock and yeah. know what's up and then you go to like and I, I'm not saying this in a bad way because I love Sean but you go to a Sean show and you're full of all people who don't know what's going on and they just they're just ready for the perfect like the bam bam that's all they're there for mm. um yep. Yeah, fuck they, John. <laughs> they can't clap along worth a fucking shit whenever yeah. there's a part for them to clap to. So yeah. that that's a really big that that's a clear thing for me on on if you're sure if you don't know what math rock is. Yeah, too. I think yeah. a, I think a lot of it has to do with just the audience that is for both because John appeals to a way bigger audience than just math rock. So a lot of people yeah. come out to those shows that are associated, you know, with like dance, Gavin dance, right. uh, a lot of a lot of bands like in that genre. So a lot of those people that might be their first experience with math rock, which I think is you know they don't really know what's going on. Yeah, Which I Sean, think is cool too. Sean's got that reach for an instrumental band is pretty amazing. Yeah, I think you guys got that reach. Yeah, with your dialogue right now. Yeah. Are we are we are we on to? Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to think of a more a better 
instrumental <laughs> band than uh, John. Animals is better leaders. or a, no, or that a bigger one, one that will agree. Oh. Animals is leaders. There you go. Yeah, also it, on Sumerian. <laughs> any instrumental band, you guys, better than John. Yeah, Jackson hates Whoa. John. I don't like John. Dang. Different category. That being said, let's say I'm that. debating on flying out to the UK to see them in uh, Coheed. Wait, who? <laughs> John? No, that They're you can't say it like that. <laughs> You're going to go see Coheed. Yes, I going am. But I'll have to sit through John. You would wow. enjoy seeing them live. No, I wouldn't. You would. You're going to come back and it's really like them. Awesome. No, he's not going to come back and really like them. He's going to go, yeah, it was a cool live show. I got to see people play guitar really well. There, I don't think I've ever been to a show oh. and been like, oh, yeah, you know, I respect that. That was good. Uh, I'm pretty judgy. And if I don't like it, I'm walking away. Whereas <laughs> I've, taken wow. Hagen, I've taken Hagen to shows. Hagen... You don't like Radiohead, right? No, not really. Okay, and that's fine. But he sat through Radiohead with me, and I really appreciate that because he's a sweetheart. And it was a good live show. uh, It was a good live show. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Hagen's way more open-minded than me. And then also, like, (laughs) on that same day, we went to see the front bottoms. And I was like, I really enjoy the front bottoms, but you probably don't. I seen them. Yeah, but then, like, when we walked away, you're like, that was a really great show. Yeah, and then I listened to You probably would never listen to them, but... Oh, I tried. It fucking sucked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you can admit that it was a great show live. Yeah, it was a good live show. That guy had a ton of energy. Whereas, like, if I don't like... I, I, on two separate occasions, walked away from Kendrick Lamar. Wow! So, don't Damn, like Kendrick tired. Lamar. Also, also, that. fuck people. Not everyone, but so many people who no, like Kendrick everyone. Lamar because that fucked up the Radiohead set so hard. <laughs> like, because Kendrick obviously didn't play as long of a set as Radiohead did, and then all the fucking people from Kendrick just stormed in, and we we were we weren't like up front for Radiohead, but we weren't in the back by any means. So people were pushing their way to the front. And then just yelling, talking so about like this one guy next to us was talking about what smoothie he was gonna have when he got home. Where was this? At, at ACL. At ACL. I'm not surprised oh, though. Yeah. So that's where that's I, 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 I didn't I, like buy tickets to a Kendrick Lamar show and be like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> that that would like, be well, I'm here. That would be different. I'll see what the hype's about. Sit yeah. through one song. I'm like, no. We'll I'm gonna go watch stages. like an Austin band or something. At the tent where no one's at, right? Yeah. Dude, stick it to him, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I have nothing against Kendrick Lamar. I just don't like the music. Uh, All I was trying to say is I'm not very open, which is not a good way to be. It gets very <laughs> open, and it's a good thing. That being said, Paramore's new album sucks. It's Whoa. great, dude. I love it. I think it's really good. I'm a fan. Okay, tour uh, <laughs> stories, and then we can get into what you're listening to, and we can get all more judgy. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Cool. Y'all uh, have <laughs> a specific best. tour. Uh, where you turd with uh, Covet. That was yeah, European, that, right? That was a trip. Yeah. Lots, lots was it of good stories from UK? that one. U- UK. Okay, sorry. We were, just we're American. Yeah. We can say it's both. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> it's about to not be European. So. We were supposed to be in It's still part of the Europe, continent. You're right. Well, okay, yeah. so the, the, before the, the, all that shit went down. The big thing for the tour stories is uh, you have to tell a high and a low. You can start with, with whichever one you want. Okay. Ooh. Who wants? Who wants? To, who wants to start? Give us just give us uh, a, anything you're gonna say bad uh, that needs a name. Say moniker. <laughs> okay. Also, also you uh, can also just bleep it out. Jackson Jackson said that he out. wanted stories from this tour, but you guys can tell tour stories from whatever other tours. You this is the best. This is the best tour stories. I'm sure. For sure. I'm just trying to help. Uh, fuck you, Jackson. Okay. God okay. damn it. I've got. I've got it. Okay. So, my high from that tour. There were a lot of highs. This is just one that that clearly sticks out was the last show that we played was in Brighton which is like 
way south, right? It's mm -hmm. like a beach town, it's on basically. The coast. By, yeah. By uh, where, what's the? It was way east, I believe. It was east. Okay. Well, it was on the coast, and it's an across. island, so it could have been anywhere. Okay. Yeah, it was, way. He's right. Somebody's like he's right. really pissed off listening to this. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> um. Anyways, we played in Brighton at the Green Door Store, mm -hmm. which is a cool venue. And with Bearded Youth Quest. With Bearded Youth Quest, which We're is an amazing, amazing band, and everybody should check them out. Three guitarists. Because they just broke up. But it is not too much. Really? Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't <sighs> listen to the music. Most definitely. Check <laughs> them out on Bandcamp. Shelby's breaking the news here. Mm. That's Sorry, sad. I mean to derail. R.I.P. Anyways, um, TTNG, like Chris and, T and Tim. I almost call him Tom. Tom Collis. <laughs> Tom York. <laughs> Chris... <laughs> Chris and Tim from TTNG like drove three hours, which in England time is like that's time like is differently. Like it's not still three hours, Brian. You know what I'm saying? Like England, well, England in math is such, rock time. That's like right. It's like you know, times. thirteen, sixteen, yeah, three slash twenty-four. Relative to the average trip, one would take on that. Okay, let me correct myself. Let me correct myself. In England, it's not a very big island. Like north to south, it's, it's tall. smaller than the U.S. But like they, they think that like a two-hour drive is like miserable. Like yeah. it's too long. It's you don't ever have to drive that far. It sucks to sit in the car for that long. Dude, so I drive an hour. But to then work. they'll be. That's what I'm saying. Like to us, it's hilarious. It's like, dude, that's you know, a nine-hour drive starts to feel bad. But like that's still pretty typical in the states. Yeah. So, anyways, they drove three hours, which is a big deal, just to come see our show. And they were real cranky, weren't they? They were the sweetest like people the ever. People I've ever met yeah. in my entire they life. they were band. so cool about it. They they went and got food with us. They like were asking personal questions and stuff. Like they're just super super generous people. And the How fact that they like were they getting they, they wanted to know like, <laughs> like what size and weight of different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, precisely. And, yeah, yeah. Jackson would have been a good guest. That's a great high. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was definitely like the the high that stuck out to me and Bri meeting meeting Brian. the dudes in covet and the dudette the, the dudette you've got to again the people. brian god damn it. okay somebody that's, else that's three times no no i think brian should share his low first because i don't know if you have one planned but i know what oh. you should tell yeah and i think you know you could tag team it i mean like there were is that a ttng shirt you're wearing this is yeah this is this is a ttng shirt quaint Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize that until you mentioned that. I forgot that I had this on. Um, I'm talking about the very Why don't you start beginning the story? of the tour. The very beginning. Okay, Before yeah. Before the tour even started. This is such this a is, premonition oh, of how this tour is going to go. That's what we were talking about last night. Oh. Okay, so so I had like a plane voucher, like a gift certificate to American Airlines, basically, to where I got like, you know, like I had like $1,000 towards a plane ticket. So it was way cheaper for me to fly on American Airlines, but it was way cheaper for them to fly through like Air Canada or something because that was just the lowest rate. Don't ever fly so Air Canada. I yeah, flew separately from everybody else on the tour, and they were all together. But I was like, damn it, it's like a what six and a half, seven hour flight. Like, and there's a connecting flight. Like, that sounds miserable. I'm gonna get drunk. Like, I'm gonna drink myself to sleep and just like pass out and wake up in Ireland like it's gonna be awesome that would and, be terrifying to me <laughs> well I, I really was just trying like I got through security I had plenty of time I just like went to one of those shitty airport bars and like 
got a couple of shots and I was feeling like just tipsy enough to where I was like, okay, this is relaxing. I'll be able to fall asleep quickly. And, uh, you know, as you climb in altitude, the effect of alcohol gets greater and greater. I didn't even think about and, that. And the, Brian. the flight attendant, <laughs> I definitely did not think about this. Well, and like, even if I did think about it, I probably still would have been like, oh, I'll be fine, whatever. Like, I have a I'm decent a big tolerance. boy. Yeah, I'm Irish. I can handle this. So, <laughs> so we get on. I get on the plane, and the the flight attendant, the flight steward, Stewardess. because it was a male. I or do they have a different title at that point? I'm trying to be genderly correct here because I've been grilled for it. The most gender neutral flight <laughs> attendant. Okay. Uh, he was like super cool and I guess could like smell the alcohol in my breath. He was like, hey man, you want another shot? And I was like, how did you know I've been drinking? Is it that obvious? I don't think I'm like slurring my speech. And he uh, gave me another shot. I am just like making small talk with a person next to me and then I just pass out and I wake up and there is like vomit on my body. Wait, like, where, so wait, wait, wait. So this is an international flight? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Where, where were you sitting? Because an international flight, there's a ton of different it was, uh, seat. It wasn't types. a huge plane, but I was, I was on an aisle seat. And how close were you to someone? Like, I mean, like, close? like right next to her. Oh she was God. like on my row, you know. And she was, she was being super friendly and like, you know, asking all about the band and like the tour and stuff. And I just like at some point probably like stopped listening to her because I don't remember the end of the conversation. <laughs> were you, were I you just, just like next to her, like, yeah, I'm in a band. <laughs> Very possible. You Very want a possible. shot? I got the hookup. Give me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey Brian, you this want another beer? <laughs> I'm good on this one. Go on. Yeah, so I, I, like, wake up as we're, like, descending. So, like, I've been out since, like, the beginning of the flight, basically. And this this lady is, like... Quite literally coming down? Yeah, I mean, I, like, had thrown up, like, on (laughs) myself while I was sitting up. So it was just, like, all over the front of me. And and I kind of just, like, wake up and I was like, oh, my God, this isn't real. And I look over at her and she just kind of, like doesn't look at me and just kind of was like, yeah, I saw that happen a few hours ago. I'm not going to talk about it. It's kind of gross. So don't you just go to the bathroom and like, take care of that. Like that was the vibe I got from her. And so I just like tried to stand up, but I was still like wasted. And so I'm like falling through the aisle because we're like starting to descend. I'm pretty sure I wasn't supposed to be out of my seat, but like, I think they I was like, what am I going to do? do? I got to clean this off the best I can. And so I go back to you the back of the, the plane bag and scoop it up. I go to the back of the plane and the flight attendant that gave me the shot sees me. He's like, man, I knew that was a bad idea. And I was like, it wasn't your fault. Like I should have been able to handle this, but whatever here I am with like puke all over myself and so yeah it was just like you know the walk of shame back to my seat and then sitting down next to her and we didn't talk again <laughs> me and the lady sitting next to me for like the rest of the flight I was, and then, I was hoping you were going to say and now I'm married to her <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting turn of <laughs> and that was how I met your mother but yeah and then we got to Ireland and got off the plane and it was like jet lag Plus, yeah, did you being super hungover, we were supposed to play a show that night, but their flight got Fucking canceled. Just Canada. right all around. They, yeah, we had to cancel our first show, and I bet you were glad about that. Uh, it was. I was pretty happy about that, <laughs> and uh, I got to go nap for a little bit. But God, that was just like that I was, was the going theme. Like, then. 
Yeah, I was going through customs with vomit all over yeah. your shirt. Basically, I, I changed, like little, I changed like, my bra. shirt before I got that far. I went into a bathroom. Okay. Oh, okay. Changed, but, okay. But it was like on my person. Like I still smelled like vomit. I'm Do you have sure. anything to declare? <laughs> it's right here. Does this count? <laughs> so, anyways, I think that's what Shelby was. Mentioning. Yes, it's yep. a pretty good one. You yeah, guys so got any stories? That's my highs low. or lows. <sighs> Man, either or. This one, Shelby, I think Shelby has a way of with words. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was there was a good handful of things. Like our our second to last show, um, our I don't want to call him tour manager. Because he was he was Definitely an 18-year-old with not a lot of direction and How old were y'all at the time? 20, was, you were, tw- what, 23 maybe? I, I was, think I was 23. Brian and I were 25. Three, okay. Yeah, 23. Um, and this this wonderful kid, it's, he's from Ireland. He has a small DIY label. And, you know, he does good distribution locally for his people and whatnot. And yeah, he's helped, helped out a bunch some, of our friends. Some U.S. bands as well distribute to, like, Ireland and such. And so we let him come along to help sell merch. He also had pressed some tapes for, like, Opaque and I think maybe some of Nathan's pre-Brian and I half-sleep recordings. Yeah, it was kind of just, like, all put in one. And so we're like, yeah, you can come along and, and help us out. He was already supposed to have hooked up a lot of our sleeping situations and a lot of our travel arrangements and a lot of our backline situations because... It, I didn't realize how common this was because it's not very common in the U.S. to go to a club and they just have, like, the back line of all the main gear and that's what you expect. You normally got to bring all your shit, your drums, everything. Yeah, that's how, like, Japan is. Like, all They'll have line. everything. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's how all the play... Even, like, even the smallest, shittiest hole in the wall. They had a shitty hole in the wall equivalent drum set and speakers six. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he was supposed to figure out all that stuff. So as the tour goes on, we find out there's a lot of gaps in um his planner and uh so the sorry going back to the original statement so the second to last show we play we're under the assumption that we have a place to stay that night and this is seven of us the three of us mm-hmm. and the three in covet and our buddy we'll use his first name callum is fine moniker yeah <laughs> callum moniker um <laughs> it doesn't really matter at this point it doesn't uh so we get to the place that we're staying and this is like a three-story apartment and there had to have been like fucking ten people living there some of them were at that show and some of the people there were either in one of the bands we play with or friends of the band something along the lines of we were kind of familiar with them to some extent and we get there all the roommates are there we're all hanging out in the living room we realize that nobody that lives there other than the one person who our contact Callum knew was aware that these seven people were supposed to stay the night and so in the middle of fucking nowhere at night we all have to walk blocks and blocks and blocks to the only large hotel we find in I think we were already in Brighton at that point. Yeah, I think we walked yeah. a good mile and a half or two with all of our luggage and gear. Yeah, I was carrying the like gear and my base on my back and suitcase and a mm. backpack. We all had a bunch of stuff. That was one low. Um, well, and I remember like when we discovered that this was the case, you and I were talking and you just kind of like stopped <laughs> listening to me and I was like, Shelby, what the fuck? Why are you being so rude? And he was like, 
dude, I think they're talking about how like we're not supposed to be here right now. And so I start listening, and these two girls are being like, "Did you know they were gonna stay here? I didn't know they were gonna stay here. Like, like I, they're not gonna sleep in my bed." All the and we were just like, stuff. Mm-hmm. "Loudness yeah. everywhere." We were just like, "Oh yeah, let's just leave. Let's not this yeah. do this to these poor people." Yeah, I would say a high of the tour really is just going to the UK. Like if if you ever have a chance to leave this continent, if you haven't, you should because <laughs> it will really benefit you in many, many different ways to see how other people live. And luckily, the pound is dropping. That's true, yep. Because of a little thing called Brexit. So perfect time to go, guys. It's still stronger than the dollar, though. Mm. Absolutely. Don't go during and the summer. And stronger than the euro. Yep. And they don't Not for long. trick you with tax. <laughs> That's true. They don't put sales tax. They don't. Or they don't trick you with sales tax. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything, Anything else, like or do we want to move uh, on? No, there's so much to this tour that we could just go on. Yeah, there's on there's a lot of like real deep cuts that yeah. are only entertaining to us and yeah. small anecdotes. But I guess I'll go with the loafers, just okay. because it's there's so many. But uh, so we were in Wales playing a show. Um, I think it was Newport, right? Right? I know where you're going. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, you was, know. it was Newport, Wales yeah, at we, Le Pub. Yeah, uh, which was an awesome show. Uh, we had a lot of fun there. And there what was, was Connor's last name? Uh, Dak. Connor, Connor Dak. Dak. He was the promoter Shout and he out. was in uh, Amy, one of the bands, Amy, Amy Grindhouse. Right? Yeah. yeah, their band's and, really dope. And he <laughs> they were writes, a fun little two-piece. He also <laughs> writes for Fecking Bahamas. That's Andy. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, that dude's yeah. amazing. Um, Super awesome guy. And oh, my God. The show was amazing and they were very common. They made a spaghetti. Yeah, just amazing. Yeah. A, it was incredible. It was awesome. Trademark UK dish. Yeah, Spaghetti. absolutely. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, but so we, we played that show, and you know that went well and everything. And then the guys that were in the Connor and uh, it was, it was Matthew. I believe that was, was the drummer's drummer. name. Yeah, yeah they, they, were they were letting us stay at their flat, and um, so we go back. Me and Shelby go back there early to sleep, and then they, they everybody else went out to yeah party and get <clears throat> drunk or whatever they were doing. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but basically, so we get we all go back, and eventually, you know, everyone makes their way back, and our, our I'm air quoting here, tour manager. Yeah, uh, Callum Moniker, <laughs> our um, tour manager. You know, came back with all of them, and we're, we're sleeping and stuff, and then, what what time was it that we all woke up in the morning? It was five-something in the like, morning. Yeah, five-something in the morning, we wake up to a fire alarm going off in the house, like, really loud. And, and Callum and busts not in stopping. the door. Right, Callum busts our door open and flips the line and says, "Guys, guys, guys, the fire alarms are." He's like, "We can we hear know. it, obviously." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, thanks for uh, the update. <laughs> and so, as we were trying to figure out what was going on, yeah, Nathan and I were very disoriented. Whereas most everybody else seemed like they had still just kind of been up from the night before. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're all confused. And you're like, "Is this jet lag? Yeah, why is? <laughs> yeah. What is this? What are these loud noises?" Right. And so, what, what we found out was that Callum had how well, many. It might be him. He doesn't know. Famous quote. <laughs> the famous quote of the tour was, "Oh well, let me let me get to that after I tell yeah. the story, so that way that the quote's in context." Your um, bad storytelling, Dad. Yeah, I mean, this this is how I go. But um, so yeah, so we found out that someone had left, left a faucet, the faucet on. on all night, and it was just leaking through the roof or through the floor down uh, on the second floor down to the bottom floor. The kitchen, it was just dripping and everywhere, all this stuff, and shorted out the fire alarm. Shorted system. out the fire alarm system. They couldn't turn it off. Yeah, and uh, the famous quote of the tour is when Callum came in and said, "Oh, that maybe was me, or maybe no, it wasn't. That was, that was probably not, not me. me. Probably not me. Yeah, 
It's it probably not me. Probably, probably wasn't me. Probably yeah. wasn't me when he was the one that was up all night drinking and uh, just doing foolish acting things. a fool. Acting and, a fool. So we, we felt terrible for having screwed up their house. Yeah, that was like a terrible low, just because I felt like we were invited very nicely by that band, and then we kind of just like messed up their flat. But it probably wasn't Did like you guys. <laughs> well, probably not. Probably, yeah, probably not. not. But yeah. it was probably our fault that it happened. Yeah, ultimately. definitely. Because we <laughs> definitely decided to follow go your logic, guy. but I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely. But I mean, a, I'm talking like thousands of dollars worth of damage. I'm like, sure it was. The Most bathroom likely. flooded oh. to the point that it like leaked into the ceiling below it and set off the fire alarm in the room below it. Like, and keep in mind, these floor are like damage, wall damage, and ceiling damage. Modernized like structures that have been in that same spot for like the last four or five hundred years right. at least. Yeah. So it's mm. like, wow, a really old structure with renovation upon a renovation already done. Don't really fucked up. Yeah. yeah sorry, so that was Connor. A, probably yeah, not. I'm so us. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> Connor. I still, I still feel bad. Every still day think about, about that. that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was a big low, <laughs> God, just because that actually caused someone a lot of damage. That, that was, was like extremely right, nice right, to yeah. us. Yeah. You wake up with cold sweats, just like, oh, God. <laughs> Me and Shelby just didn't even know what was going on. We were just so mad that, like, our doors busted open telling us fire alarms going off. Well, and then we, then we all had to get up and, right. and leave at that point. Right, because it was like, we're not going to stay here at this point just because we don't want to keep putting, you know, water Dealing in your that. house. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, a big high of that show... Uh, was Brighton for me too, but also the show we played before that in Worthington um, was amazing. Uh, we played on the the beach kind of area, like it was oh, like a beach yeah. front. Like I you could see now. the beach if you were standing on the stage. Wait, you asked, you said, you said one of your highs was, you said is Brian. Well, yeah, the one that Brian was like, oh, what, what I thought you were you? saying Brian throwing no, up Brighton. by himself was <laughs> Brighton. Oh, yeah, oh, that's oh, a high, definitely high. that was a high to me. <laughs> definitely a high. Uh, no, that was a definitely big part of the the tour too. Was ending because we ended the show on. Or into the tour on Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, go ahead. But go ahead with other one. Worthington was was amazing just because that was probably one of our most packed shows that we had on the tour. I mean, mm-hmm. the audience that we had was out the door; like people couldn't actually come in. Um, and that was that was an amazing show. I think every band that played that night was amazing. And uh, there was yeah. a decent amount of people I spoke to that just happened to be wandering down right. that alley like hey I hear music let's go see what's happening here right. which is the thing we saw as being way more frequent. Mm-hmm. In that whole part of the world, whole scene really like we didn't go anywhere, even like a shithole little dive bar that didn't have a good handful of people just wanting to go find live music, right? Or it's like twisting somebody's arm, you're like your closest friend's arm to get them to come to your show <laughs> right. locally. Yeah, here, yeah, it different was culture, a very sure. organic type of type of you know environments out there. So, but yeah, that was definitely a big high for for me. So, yeah, we ready for. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Hey, listen! Hey, listen! Oh my god, I love it. What's everybody listening to? Pull out your Spotify's. Ooh. Get them ready. Andy, so, get out of the bathroom. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> let's go this way. That way, I'll end with us, and then they'll go last. Okay. Is that, I so go you first. go first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I just realized every week we talk about like, oh, let's go this way. Like, yeah, I should edit that out. Nah, no, it's good. It's good. No, people want to see how the podcast gets made. Um, can't Nobody see wants it, that. Adam. It's a audio medium, idiot. <laughs> Fuck, are you wrong? listening to? Fucking idiot. Okay, so uh, listening in... to idiots around me. Yeah, fucking podcast. <laughs> right, I'm ready. So <clears> in high uh, fidelity, in in theme to uh, to what we have here is our guest. 
uh, I have been listening to the most recent Covet album, um, yes. which is really amazing. It's really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, is like there a vacuum cleaner on. Somebody's sucking up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, they're incredible. I, I think literally, Forrest, every time I hang out you. with Brian, I just yeah. suck up to Brian. Like, oh, you're so good at drums, dude. Hagen, <laughs> um, I'm glad you went first because now we can't make that joke for my listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I really, really, uh, the, new, the most recent Covet release is just awesome. It's um, fantastic. It, I keep listening to it. It's great. Uh, and then also, the most, the Plenty's, Plenty's EP that he put out yep. is incredible yeah it is so good um anybody who is a is a fan of um prog metal uh should listen to this because he featured like all of his features and and guest artists were not prog musicians they're like all jazz musicians and stuff like that which is super cool check out Um, the tim miller solo that thing is crazy yeah yeah yeah. um there's a song on there flanu which is he has uh like a saxophone player and then i've mentioned on the podcast before anomaly who's a keyboard player who's fucking sick Mm -hmm. um so definitely check out that ep and then uh just to close out real strong for jackson the new Panic at the Disco album is Damn. just so Ooh. good. It's just awesome. Every yeah. song's a fucking banger, bro. They played the same night as Coheed. Yeah, and I know. I was, yeah. There was like a Ooh. bunch of huge shows that night. Oh, and um, Lil B was at Canton Hall that night. So I was like, <laughs> man, there's choice. three bangers on tonight. We got Panic at the Disco, we got Coheed and Taking Back Sunday, and then Lil B's over there. <laughs> Bass God, dude. He's just a little banger, though. Yeah, he's a little banger. Uh, Andy, Andy, go ahead. All right. So uh, first, uh, I've been listening to the new Mitski album, Be the Cowboy. I'm real jazzed about that. I'm loving the track Washing, Machi- uh, Washing Machine Heart off of it because they've got this cool groove going where it sounds like a washing machine, just like this constant cycle. I love it so much. Uh, also, I've been listening to Genji, uh, Between Nothing. Yeah. Ooh, it's just fantastic. It's got these like hip-hop neo-soul vibes. Yeah, I know, right? Is that another vacuum? <laughs> no, it's it, <laughs> it's, okay. it's good. Use it's a good now. album. No, it's fantastic. It's, a very good album. It, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It r- does remind me of is New Job is. Is that how you mm-hmm. pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it definitely takes me back to those like uh, Adult Swim bumps. Oh, man, uh, yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate God, that. It's got this like warm analog vibe to it. I love it. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate adult that. Swim's music this is the fucking best. Like as a kid, dude, is like that. And like Fuse, because Fuse had music videos and MTV was dead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. What? No, that wasn't sucking up at all. That was it's kissing cicada. ass. Uh, oh. Yeah, eat ass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam. So I, I don't have any new music I've been listening to, but I have two podcasts I want to mention. Uh, Better Call Saul Insider Podcast where it's Ooh. the people who work on the show make you know they have an episode every time where they make it after the fact and Dude, talk about the episode huh is no, they're in Albuquerque they're all in LA and they definitely are never in Albuquerque it was a joke because Brian lives I, in Albuquerque yeah, no, I got so that. George R.R. R. Martin does he? he does that's why he's not writing anything very <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so that, that podcast is cool if you like the show um, yeah. and or Breaking Bad too because they talk about a lot of stuff from when they made Breaking Bad as well. Uh, and then Congressional Dish is a political kind of Congress-centered podcast. And uh, 
very the relevant. person who does that show what very relevant right now very, yeah since we're talking about progressive uh yeah. <laughs> this is a progressive podcast yeah. while, while we're recording the, uh, this there was an episode wow. recently about election security that was kind of interesting and kind of talked about how overhyped everybody's fears are about that which i thought was interesting and a lot of people aren't taking that stance so it was cool to hear so yeah no music but podcasts great answer don't how are you gonna follow that one up jackson pretty easily so uh <laughs> coheed and cambria uh, no no we didn't put out a new song this week we're all safe yeah, we're safe from oh, okay. fucking now. conversation about coheed and cambria <laughs> i'm gonna go now <laughs> so i have two albums that i've been listening to that i reserve my judgment on for now but uh by next episode i will have a very strong opinion on both uh death cat for cuties new album thank you for today and Interpol's new album, Marauder. I will. This will uh, a little sizzle for. Uh, is, is it just a teaser for the next episode? I just it. I haven't decided whether I like them or not. I, I'm pretty sure how I feel about the Death Cab one, but uh, yeah, Interpol. I'm still on the fence about because I used to hate Interpol except for like one song, and then just I guess I grew up and started liking good music and. It, yeah, it just clicked for me. Oh, wow, I was thinking the opposite. Okay, Whoa. well then, let me know what you think about this <laughs> next one. Uh, I've been listening to the Contortionists because they're coming back and doing a really mm-hmm. cool uh, tour. Yeah, that's gonna be so fucking and weird. So, <laughs> is that a third vacuum I hear in this room? <laughs> I don't get that at all. It's because no. you suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, that tour is fucking weird. I'm like I'm excited, excited about it, it, but I'm also like, really? Like, are we gonna? Why? Why? Why is the contortionist doing like a two hours? Yeah, they're doing two sets, right? They're doing two sets. Yeah. One's an intimate set, mm-hmm. which, which is that even mean? exactly. They're gonna I play in the ah. middle of the audience. Did you ever? Did you like, see the? Re- oh, go ahead. Their most recent album was like connected to the previous one, and it's like a yeah. similar like theme, and it's about like well, a friend re- that passed away or something. They're really good about just just do. I mean, like you, you can hear. In my opinion, they're just like a spacey between the buried and me. Like that's mm. and I I, I I love between the buried and me, so mm. I like contortionists. Um, but I don't know how they're gonna do. Like what an intimate set of the contortionists yeah. is. Like do like do, yeah. are they gonna play acoustic? Have you ever seen Possibly. that? They did a video of them playing acoustic to one of their songs, and it sounds really dope. Really? It sounds way different than the album version. I don't remember which one it was. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be a cool tour because Intervals is on it, too. Yeah. And I've, Intervals is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I've always had, like, a dream of covering a metal song, uh, like, it, one that's, like, screaming, like, no clean vocals at all, but, like, an acoustic cover, mm-hmm. and taking those and make it super melodic. I have yet to dive in, and I haven't found the right song, so if anyone wants to email some uh, songs. No job for a cowboy. I was Ryan. about to say job for a cowboy. I'm no. not even kidding. <laughs> JFAC. JFAC for life. Dang. Ding, 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 ding. Man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, he's got it. It's the R2 sound, bro. He's got it, yeah. Just Brian, what are you listening impressive. to? Man, my tastes recently have been kind of all over the place. Not that that's abnormal, but um, I've been on a big Owain kick. Dude, you guys listen to Wayne. They're like fucking like they're they always reminded me of uh, Sky Window in a lot of ways without the spacey Dude, part. It's so it's fusiony. Yeah. It's like such a cool blend of like prog and 
yeah, just like jazz fusion. Yeah. And, and the guy, Owain, like, for some of the stuff, writes, like, the guitar, the bass, the keys. And for his entire second album, he, like, programmed all the drum parts. Like, the dude is just yeah, kind of a drummers, mastermind. You know? Seriously, <laughs> don't even need him. Um, yeah, because he actually gets away with, like, things that are pretty much, like, impossible to play on drums. And yeah. so it's like... Right. Why do you need a drummer? Don't say that. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> there is a way to do it. It's not impossible. I shouldn't have used that word. Um, Higgins can't do it, but you can. That's very true. <laughs> I love. I, I, Brian can do everything that I can't. Oh, anything don't put Brian it that way. Can do. Hagen can't do better. <laughs> I fucked up. Yes, I can. Yeah, that no, was I bad. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Go um, on. Anyway, so yeah, I've been listening to all of Owain's three albums for like the last few months straight um i have also been listening to a lot of car bomb you guys listen to car bomb that's cool it's, uh, shelby's giving me the meh mm. right now meh. shelby is very versed in like the thrash metal mm-hmm. crazy core stuff so i'm sure car bomb is pretty stock but it's pretty stock pretty stock yeah stock but Some surface I've, level shit because well, they're they're, it's, they're a duo right no, no? uh i think they're a trio okay, okay. well they're a trio with a vocalist, so they're a quartet. Okay, okay. But I think I think some of the most of the music is written by like just one or two of the members. Okay. Um. Anyways, yeah, that's just like good for when I'm like stressed out or something. I just put that on and it like makes me feel better because it's pretty pretty gnarly. And uh, I've been listening to like a lot of pop music, which feels kind of painful to admit, but. <laughs> Um, I auditioned. What, like panic at the disco or Fuck Paramore? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, I mean, dude! I mean, like the pop of the pop, like like Zed, like the middle. You know that tune that's like super popular right oh, now. Oh yeah, um, it just takes some time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the middle. Wait, stop! We can't afford that. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, that's that was, probably cheap. That was such a good callback. Yeah. Anyways, um, listen like to like Cardi B. Not not that much. Okay. Like Bruno Mars for sure. Oh, yeah, Bruno Mars. Bruno like, Mars is great. Like yeah. I think that the Cardi B remix of Finesse is kind of like offensive. Really? I don't know. It's just I like think it's so good. It's good, but like so is Finesse. Like yeah, Finesse yeah. is just like that entire album is incredible. I think. And I'm ready to hear what Nathan's it, listening to. Yeah, it's hard, <laughs> hard for me to say that out loud. That's but the fourth time. That's the fourth time. Prepare but to be I, unimpressed. So. I have I have been. <laughs> listening to more pop music because i had i had to audition for a church gig recently and they play pop music as like a walk-in song so like uh, hallelujah i just feel more <laughs> like i need to know that stuff and unfortunately i'm finding that some of it is actually like listenable yeah <laughs> anyways that's me uh i've been listening to there's a does anyone here know kiefer yeah, Kiefer's yeah. super cool. That yeah. new album is sick. Yeah, he put out a new album this summer. I've been listening to that a lot. Um, they're really dope. Uh, Toe just put out a new album, too, which is super Ooh. good. Um, yeah, their last album was kind of weird. They did some stuff on there that was cool artistically. It just wasn't, I wasn't vibing with it. This was kind of like a mixture between that and the last album, which I think was worked way better. It's kind of a mixture between their uh, first album and their last album. So not very descriptive on my part, but... Uh, also, I've been listening to a lot of 80s Japanese pop. They call it city pop. Um, very cool stuff. A lot of like weird harmon- harmonies in there and like harmonic content. Just because I think back in at that point, there was a lot of experimentation of trying to figure out how to blend electronic music with like real instrumentation. So there's some really cheesy stuff in there that I think is pretty cool. But 
Um, other than that, I've been listening to Mouse on the Keys' new album a lot too, which is really good. I only heard the single. I haven't listened to the album yet. Which single was it? It was the one with uh, was it Mario? Yeah. And John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, one was, that was super cool. It's a really good album. There's a lot of like vocal content on there. Um, that for me, I think it's it's really tastefully done, which I think was a good a surprise for my part because I'm not usually into a lot of instrumental bands putting They're vocals to on their stuff. Soon. Yep, they are. 23rd of November, I believe. Be cool. Where are they playing? A Deep Ella Mart. Yeah. Okay, small that's a, place. That's a, that's a, that's a good-sized venue. I think it's pretty cool for them. I like Deep Ella Mart Company a I lot. I just realized I've never been. <laughs> it's pretty small. I've never a, been. I, it's not. It's, a, it's like it's a long space. Um, I was thinking of something else. The stage, is, the stage is small. Uh, the stage is small-ish. Uh, but the space itself is actually pretty big, mm-hmm. and they have a cool patio. Uh, it's a, it's I, I like that venue a lot. Yeah. That'll be good for them. Also, yeah, I think the only other thing I've been listening to is, uh, you know a band called 100th? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a newer album out that's a totally different style. It's like more dream pop. But I've been listening to that a lot, so that's about it for me. Yeah, dude, I love Kohi, too. <laughs> Shut the fuck um, up. So I've been listening to... Of things that came out this year, uh, have y'all ever heard of the instrumental trio, instrumental adjective? Yes. They're from yes Australia. Simon Grove, who plays with Plenty, mm-hmm. actually oh, the, the bassist that plays with the Plenty. drummer yeah. also, I and think the is... drummer has been playing with Plenty recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Helix yeah. Nebula and all that stuff. Oh, and the guitar players in Helix Nebula. Was the drummer in the Jake, bass Jake well? Hausman yeah. Lowe plays in the Helix Nebula, yeah. and so does Simon, right? Simon does, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's just Anyways, really interesting, same family, proggy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Very progressively charged, um, you know, leftist <laughs> instrumental <laughs> stuff. Um, they listen to a lot of NPR. Yeah. Um, there's another group. They're called Power Bleeder. They're from Seattle. They're uh, I don't know what you call them. I guess it's like experimental folk pop. I don't know. It. Uh, I found out about him because uh, the guy that writes all the songs and does the vocals for it, his name is David Plell, and he did some really interesting stuff uh, a couple years ago on his own. Never really got anywhere with it because he was just the type of guy that writes great tunes but doesn't do anything but record it on a cassette tape and never show anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, like... The production's horrible, but the songs are great. Before that, he did a math rock band called Cyrus Fell Down, which another mm. cool thing from Seattle that didn't go far. I only found out about it when I was 19 because I was like searching real hard in fucking MySpace and math rock tags on Bandcamp when that was first Dude. starting out. MySpace. But Power Bleeder, they're, they're a fun little uh, trio. And that's about it. Hagan, what are you listening to? So you guys are playing a show tomorrow for the reunion show. <laughs> By the time this comes out, it'll be too late. Yeah, it'll be too late. But uh, you guys can I... shame anybody for not coming right now if you'd like. Yeah, oh. just, I, mean, I wouldn't. Sh- I wouldn't shame anyone. Well, since we don't know who won't be coming. Yeah, yeah. but they know. They, they know. They <laughs> know, all right. Yeah, they know when they said maybe. I also have a hard time <laughs> asking people to pay thirty-five dollars to come see our set. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, it's not just Arsa. Like, you can see a whole day of amazing I will, bands. I will be there but... to see you guys in Terra. Thank sweet. you. That is that Thank is you, Hagen. That is what I will be there to do. Shout out to Hagen. Not begrudgingly, because I like seeing the music, but um, uh, that's all. I, I, I don't, I don't want to get too specific. I don't want to get too specific about uh, the negative sides, but I will be there tomorrow. Awesome. 
Is now a good time to unveil our uh, Les Mis reboot? Oh, dude. Did you finish the idea? No. Okay, go ahead. I actually go... started working at my work. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually started doing work. Go go, go ahead and, uh, and and give give the audience the idea real quick. You guys know Romeo plus Juliet? The Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where it's in modern time, dude, but it's the I same thing. I love it. Yep. Oh, I love that movie so much. We're going to do that with Les Mis. Okay. But I we're love changing it. shit. It's going to be, like, white trash people. Yeah, like okay. super-duper, super-duper white trash. It's going to be fucking awesome. It, what was that it, John? Fuck, lip his. John Valjean or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's, it's super we, straight, super straightforward. We had, like, like Cosette. Her name's just going to be Corvette. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, 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 the whole, like, um, the, French Revolution uh, is going to be uh, the, the whole, like, Shit that happened in uh, Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Oh God, <laughs> I love it. And the uh, person who wow, oh, this is going too far. <laughs> Please uh, do this. It's gonna hit. Too we have close. we have we have we have a lot of we have, we we had a lot of really good ideas like um, uh, Fontaine. Uh, she she didn't she doesn't like get sick from just like being alive. She gets sick because she's like addicted to meth and shit like super white trash shit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like a motel for I the master remember, of the I, house. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what we had for Fontaine's name. Um, I don't know, but uh, what, uh, Javier or Javier was just going to be Javier. Yeah, Javier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, then we got have... really creative on like how he's going to kill himself too. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers if you haven't seen Les Mis. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we'll we'll keep giving everybody some uh, some, live updates. some some updates for this. If you if you have any suggestions, go ahead and email them to us. Yeah. Uh, uh, and if you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, that sounds like they came up with that at a party," that's because we did. It's because no uh, one was there. And then <laughs> shame on you. This my favorite happens. part of that party though was when I got a hold of the aux cord and just played Coheed. He did. Yeah, of he, course he did. He, he did. he didn't get a hold of the aux cord. He got a hold of my Alexa. TV and just oh. and just just controlled it through there. And you know you know it was a good party because nobody was paying attention. It was just my girlfriend and me like saying like oh play this next play this. You know yeah. that you've uh, got the right girlfriend when you've convinced them that uh, it's on the band fucking like. record. Holy shit! No, I'm gonna edit that. <laughs> uh. Uh, so you guys are doing the reunion show? Or are you guys uh, planning on doing anything else after the reunion? Going to record? Uh, yes. We are. We are in the process of working up like pre-production stuff. Yes, That's we awesome. do. We do plan to record. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Nathan mentioned I've been doing like some MIDI drum tracks just to like so have get, to play along with, and like we can kind of like arrange songs before we actually. You guys like like record pl- plotting them. out the the recording stuff really well. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. You aren't gonna hurt my feelings, like the last couple of years, aren't you? You gonna you gonna release something? You gonna... We will. It's all been hearsay no, yeah. up to this point. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're here not gonna to like... say that we're doing it. Ooh. Yeah, I better see this me. podcast on your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you will do it. <laughs> you will, yes. and all of our personal ones, just because. We're full of ourselves, and we want people to hear us talk. Yeah, yeah. It is happening. It's just it has to happen under Brian's terms. Under Brian's terms, <laughs> and in Brian's way. In fact, can I can I actually can I live by that mantra? Can I just like if I ever want to do something, can I call you and be like, 
is this Brian's? <laughs> is this under Brian's terms? <laughs> yeah, Can I do this. Absolutely. All right, cool. I'm gonna start doing that. WWDD. Please do. <laughs> bracelet. What would Brian do? What would Brian do? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I. I don't know. Probably not the right thing. <laughs> so people can find y'all on Facebook, Bandcamp. Y'all are on Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Nathan, yeah, Nathan has like a whole full-length album of stuff before Shelby and I were in the band on Spotify and mm-hmm. Bandcamp. Yeah. And then as well as our one single that the one we single. have worn out, and that's a free download. So. Oh yeah, free download. Yeah. Feel free to go snag yeah. that. Please don't it. pay for it. <laughs> Please, that's really. What they're saying they really don't, don't need money. Everybody, <laughs> but if you do want to pay for it. Just know that somebody has paid over two hundred dollars for that one song. <laughs> Thanks, mom. So that's that's what you're up against. Everybody, go check out uh, all their other stuff they're doing too in in their in their hiatus because all the stuff they've been doing is, is is pretty cool. So go check it out. Hey, I think it's also safe to mention at this point that we none of us talked about like we all got married within a year. Oh, I was yeah. going to mention and, that, but I didn't know if you guys were all like, it's, it's, it's a reason we don't I mean, want for, for at know. least me, like that, <laughs> me that consumed a lot of my life. And then like the whole move to like be in the same place. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's funny that like the three of us within a year of each other, like got married yeah. and then moved to a different place and started our adult lives together. Did you so guys that was all the thing. invite each other to your weddings? We did. We yeah. did. I was kind of hoping that you didn't. I that unfortunately funny. <laughs> I didn't get to make it to Nathan's wedding. No, yeah, he was on tour with Covet, so which I'm still sorry. I definitely, about that. I definitely and, and uh, I would Shelby's encourage him reception. to be on tour with Covet. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but no, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because Shelby got married in what was it August? Oh, was the first one. Yeah, yeah, first. One. And then you boys fell in line. You grew up. Yeah, Shelby <laughs> showed my footsteps. Yeah. So, so anyways, <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing for. Our Congrats, guys. Yeah, congratulations to you. Thank you. I got some brown rice if you want me to throw it at you or something. <laughs> Save it for their show tomorrow. As long yeah. as there aren't birds in the area. As soon as you start tapping. Brown rice. <laughs> Organic. And I, and, and I don't want to say that like I'm blaming things on our wives. Yeah. No. It is not like that. Not Dude, it is what like, the fuck are you doing today? Brian, <laughs> I say I didn't that mean because we have a wife now. here and <laughs> right. I, I don't want her to be like, yeah, yeah right like they're gonna yeah. fucking make this my fault like <laughs> no. i didn't mean it up until now but you're cut off brian okay <laughs> adam, that, was, that was my fifth time fifth i think time. adam I where think where, can, my keys. where can they find us people can find us at don'tfeedtheartist.com and the notes for this episode in their podcast app which has links to all the things we mentioned and we're on social media gonna, at dfta podcast and that's it I'm gonna be they can 100. also find us at dfta.ca okay i'm gonna be 100 percent mm. honest i forgot what I said that I listened to for the past couple episodes. So I used the show notes in, in my podcast app to figure out what I listened to. So for everybody who doesn't use a podcast app that has show notes, go get a podcast app that has show notes in it. There's one on your phone already. Yes. <laughs> this is why we call them the big dumb. This ad was paid for by show notes. Also included in the show notes are the lyrics to this song.